This is Hot Takes and Beer Breaks, where we have some hot takes, but more beer breaks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks, the podcast where we have some hot takes, but more beer breaks. I'm joined by Justin and Binder. Jason, as always, I almost messed that up. What else is there? Hello. I know. Well, we have a special guest stuff. today. We have Cody. Well, John, maybe if you were uh, sitting up straight and more professional, you'd... Uh... Technically, yeah, actually, my, uh, my camera's below me, so... Mm. Story. While we're rambling nonsense, I just want to take this moment to get out of my soapbox and say brown sugar Pop-Tarts are the best Pop-Tarts. I will stand here and fight you about that. What do you go? Oh, you're going to want s'mores, aren't you? Nope. Which one? Cookie and cream is the best one. Oh, cookie and cream is good. Are we talking toasted? I do mess with brown sugar, though. Toasted Pop-Tarts are like... Cold Pop-Tarts. My house doesn't have heating, so these Pop-Tarts are always cold. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Well, this week we decided to do something different. Uh, So we're not going to do our typical typical podcast where we talk about the news and headlines of this week. Because there isn't any. There's there's not a lot to talk about this week. So we're going to do a special episode where we talk about movies and quarantine this week. We have some questions. Now I realized when I kind of came up with this idea, kind of it's kind of similar to Screen Junkies movie fights. It's a little similar if you guys have ever seen that kind of thing. But we're all going to. Ours is called Hot Takes One and Action. Yeah, there we go. There we go. But instead of fighting, instead of me deciding who the winner is, I think we're just going to try and come to an agreement. Nope. We'll discuss it, no, and if there's a tiebreaker, I'll decide it. Okay, fine. I'll just decide it. It's, we're going to completely steal it now. No, it's fine. Well, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, we're at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. And then you can email in at hottakesandbeerbreaks at gmail.com. Is everyone ready to start it up? Born ready. Yeah. Ready for these questions? All right. I thought you so asked you... that at the beginning of the podcast. What have we been doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, Cody, I just want to make sure you're double extra sure. You're a special guest, so I want to make sure you're taken care of. Thank you. I am ready. I am ready. I'm even Uh, ready to go first. All right. Hot take. Okay, so uh, we'll go Cody, Justin, and Jason, because that's how I have it lined up on my screen. Yeah, that works. And then rotate rounds. Yeah, Yeah. we'll rotate around. So the Hmm. first question I have for you guys, what would be the best rom-com to watch with Bay in quarantine? Cody, it's your floor. So I'll be honest. I had to call Justin to help me, but that's because he is my IMDb IRL. And um, it's The Proposal, starring Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, the 2009 rom-com. Faced with deportation to her native Canada, high-powered book editor Margaret Tate says she's engaged to marry Andrew Paxton, her hapless assistant. Andrew agrees to the charade, but imposes a few conditions of his own, include flying to Alaska, yada, yada, yada. I think Betty White's in the movie. I can't remember. All I do remember is when I saw that movie, it made me feel good. And I feel like if I were to watch that now with Bay, it'd be nice. You know, I like the fact that they're uh, working adults and, you know, trying to balance love and whatnot. Maybe I'm feeling a little bit of personal relation to that, but that's what I would that's what I would say right now. All right. Great first okay. start. Justin, start. what rom-com have you picked? So to really appreciate a true 
loving story. It's it's not about some incident that happens that sets the love. It's a growing and learning as a couple. And nothing says growing and learning like being a fan of the Boston Red Sox before the year oh, 2004. <laughs> My pick <laughs> is the 2005 Fever Pitch, starring Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. Ooh, okay. I'll let Bender go. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, Jason, you're up. So, my pick is it's a little earlier than Justin's. It also stars Drew Barrymore. It's a classic. Oh. Yeah. You never, you know, you always want to have that special someone that you fall in love with and every day is magical. Well, in some cases, that doesn't happen. Some cases, you know, you get hit with amnesia. You don't remember. My pick is 51st Dates. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. What could be better than having that person fall in love with you day after day after day? Not because she she remembers. She knows what happened the day before. No. No clue. No clue what happened the day before. You just make her. You just make her fall in love with you every day. What's better? All right. Uh, does anyone want to switch theirs? Does anyone agree <laughs> with someone else? No, I just want to double check. I stand. I stand. Uh, you by all my stand by yours. I, uh, I feel like I feel like I want to fight on Fifty First Dates, but I also like that movie too. But it's funny because I feel like I've watched all these movies with you, so I'm like, of course we all like the same movie. <laughs> all right, Cody, why don't you give me your best, uh, the best reason that your movie is better than the other two, and we'll go. From oh, there. why do I think it's better than the other two? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a fight, all right? got to figure out who the best is. We are going to get into an argument. Although I like the story with Fifty First Dates, uh, I just... Ryan Reynolds, personally, is eye candy. I just like looking at him, so... Okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm, and I, I'm more interested in looking at Sandra Bullock than I am... I forget the blonde woman's name from... Drew Barrymore? Uh, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, thank you. Crazy. Although I, I do like her energy. It's great. However, Fever Pitch... I feel as though I can't compare because it's a special movie all in itself with the whole the Boston Red Sox finally winning the World Series. Like it always amazed me that they were filming that movie and they had the I remember hearing a director's cut about um, they thought that the Red Sox were going to lose and then they had to quickly change the movie while they were filming or something because the Red Sox (laughs) were winning and then they won. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just thought that was really cool because it also goes with the theme of the movie. Yeah just persevering through the obstacles of love. So add that to my argument, to be honest, I kind of, I'm more voting for fever pitch than I am my own choice. <laughs> oh, wow. Justin <laughs> might have this in the locker. Turn the however, off. however, I'm, I'm sitting on my computer. Let me look it up. Is Betty white in the proposal? She is. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, that, <laughs> that might be, yeah, Betty white. Yeah. If it wasn't for Betty White, I would definitely say Fever Pitch, but I'm only saying mine because Betty White's in it. Okay, Co- I mean, that's so that's a very fair argument. Betty White's a great Cody. Actress. Cody has she attracted. She's ninety fucking eight years old. Yeah. Uh, forgive me, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but she's ninety fucking yeah, eight years old. I do it every week. <laughs> All right, so Cody's argument is his his couples are more attractive than the other two, and he has Betty White, which you know, I mean, good argument. Good, good argument. Good argument. Justin, why don't, what do you got that you think makes your movie better? Everything well, Cody just said? <laughs> all that. Also, 
You're a sports fan, John. I am. And I have to mention, hold on. I have to mention my biases are kicking in. I'm ready not to give it to you because I'm a Yankees fan. Yes, a Yankees fan. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, I put that in air quotes. Everybody, that's I, like, I don't want any lip from you, Bender. You're the true villain of this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. There was this. The saddest part of the movie is when he's going through an utter depression, mm-hmm. and he has the Bill Buckner tapes from the '80s World Series where uh, they yeah. played against the Mets. 1986, I believe. Tear jerking. It's it's horrible. But I mean, hey, as far as the love story goes. Mine more mimic my movie mimics a love story better. How you figure? It's it, they start out with the honeymoon phase. They're all happy. They're they're loving it. They're going to the games, and then real life kicks in, and she starts to wonder. It's like, did I marry or am I dating a man child? What's going on? And then you see him grow as a person, realizing that he used the Red Sox as a crutch for basically everything. And then he learns to eventually grow up, become an adult, and treat his love for the game and his love for her equally. Okay. It's about growth. Relationships growth. Not teaching somebody every day, hey, you love me. Yes. All right. But that's the same of mine. Because the character Adam Sandler plays, he's a playboy. He just hits it and quits it with different random girls that come into town. He finds the one Drew Barrymore and oh shit, what the hell's her name? I know she's the housewife on uh what do you call it? Two and a half men. I don't uh Amy Hill. Oh yeah. She Yo. also works yep. um at the restaurant. And she says, No, this one's different to Drew Barry about Drew Barrymore. You're not you're not allowed to do this, like yada yada yada. And he grows as well as making her fall in love with him every day, Drew Barrymore. Because she had a freak accident when the car hit a cow in the middle of the road in Hawaii. So, he makes her fall in love every day. He matures and grows every single day. And yeah, he could take the easy way out and do the same thing every day. But he doesn't. He does different things every single day to make her fall in love. And he makes a videotape for her so she knows exactly when they're at that point in the relationship. When she wakes up and sees his face, she doesn't get fucking scared. She doesn't freak out. She knows. Mm-hmm. It's happy. Happy ending. Beautiful ending. I cried at the end. It's a beautiful movie. Shit. All right. <laughs> so look, it sounds like Bender's making some really good points. Okay, hold on. Except. Will... <laughs> hold on, Justin, one second. But you know, what? I'll let you finish your point, and then I'll I'll go in. Okay. Do you want closing arguments? No, no, no. I wanna I wanna ask something, and then you Wait, you just... go ahead. You go ahead, Justin. You want to counter? So, based on everything that I heard, Jason talking about Jason, correct? Yes, correct. That, that is a male that... name, correct? Correct. Apparently, the only important thing in a romantic comedy is growth for him. So what you're saying is she doesn't need any personal growth. She's Hold on. she's perfectly fine. She doesn't need to go on her own hero's journey. True love involves two people, or three, or twelve. If you're in Tiger King, <laughs> you need people together to work through the problems. It's not one sided. Well, yeah, this Jason, is... do you have a comeback for that? <laughs> well, yeah, it's not one sided. Because yeah, because a she is can't it? remember, but. She also has her own trying experiences that 
age, you can't remember shit from a certain date. And her father and brother try to, con- to hide her from, I'm not, I don't want to say hide her, but like hide everything from the rest of the world. So they just keep, they have billions of copies of the same newspaper. So she has to overcome that, get along with it, get over it. And every day realize she has to fall in love with this perfect special someone. The only thing that Samwise on Juice is doing is freaking wearing shirts with too many holes in it. <laughs> Hold on. In support of Bender, because I was thinking about this earlier. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to say last names. <laughs> Anyways. Keep it going. Nobody cares. We've been doing it. <clears throat> um, the, I always thought it was strange how someone who doesn't remember where they were the previous day waking up in the middle of the arctic ocean and not feeling some sort of intense fear and confusion <laughs> leads me to believe that she's been on that boat for a while so she definitely has overcome some sort of obstacle if we think about what the character in the movie is experiencing as realistically as we possibly can in like a real medical condition yeah. Rob Snyder does a racist impersonation of a Hawaiian native. <laughs> oh, whoa, he pulled out the big guns. He pulled out the big guns. <laughs> he went for the a... kill shot. <laughs> I wish you saw my face just now. I wish I had a webcam. Oh, my God. I was not expecting that. Oh, I think Justin wins on that. I was going to ask something, but I think Justin wins. <laughs> what were you going to ask, John? Well, I was going to say... I think rom-coms are built on this big romantic gesture. You know what I mean? Like, so who has the best romantic gesture in all their movies? Cody, I feel bad. I feel like you didn't get to talk about your movie. I feel like the other two kind of Cody threw his movie out real quick. Cody, do you want to dump your movie, movie and pick one of the other ones to vote on? Oh, no. I, can... No, we can dump mine. As you can tell with my supports, <laughs> I've been totally focused on the other things. It fell um, off. All right, so it's between I give credit where credit is due. Cody actually mentioned Fever Pitch for me. Oh really? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I like you... to consider all options. I'm the terror. I'm I'm terrible with debates. But if I had to place a vote, if I had to place a vote, it would be Fever Pitch for the sole reason that the the guy has one thing in his apartment that's not Boston. It's uh, New York Yankees toilet paper, and that always cracked me up coming from a Yankees family. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Fever Pitch when uh, she runs across the field? to get to him right yes yeah so that would be the big romantic gesture in that right oh yeah <laughs> should we just say fever pitch one i'm sorry jason but you got hit hard with the, the with race the Granted, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the statement about the race <laughs> racism thing can go for a lot of movies yeah you can <laughs> it was a different time they yes not was, that the, not, we just we just weren't talking about. I was young. I was easily amused. Hey, if I go back and watch that, do I consider it a classic? Yeah, am I aware <laughs> of what's going on? Yeah. Hey, we enjoy all movies, but that was a that was an incredible hit, Justin. Nice job. Yeah. I think Justin won that one. So good job. That's fair. He hit a home run. I really <laughs> like the movie, so that's why I'm able to pinpoint things. Yeah. All right. And I completely forgot about it. These three are also very good movies. All right. So next yeah, question. I hope you guys are ready. We're going to start with Justin, then we're going to go to Jason, and then we're going to finish with Cody. So, Cody, I hope you have a good one because you didn't really get to talk on the last one, so I hope you have a better one to be able to kind of combat these two. I'm rooting for you. All right. 
What's the best sports movie to watch now that we don't have sports? <clears throat> you can't use Fever Pitch again. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Are are we starting with me again? No, no, I'm no we're going Justin, okay, Justin Jason, then you. Yeah. Okay, so good. I went with a movie that is near and dear to my heart. All right. Is it the best? No. Is it heartfelt? Yes. It's a story about eight kids who don't have an extra player on the team. And this kid just moved into town like a month before school's about to start. Middle of summer. What's he going to do? So he walks out, makes a fool of himself on the diamond. Next thing you know, Benny the Jet Rodriguez saves him. Didn't Little did he know that would be the start. Of the craziest summer of his life. I am, of course, talking about The Sandlot. Okay, The Sandlot. Jason, what do you got? Alright, so hear me out. You're out here. You were raised. You only you got your grandmother in your life. Near and dear to your heart. Why is everyone near to dear in your heart on these arguments? Because how else am I going to Sports have a lot of heart. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Jason. Continue. I'm sorry. So, yeah. She's near and dear to your heart. You do anything to make her happy. Her house, her house got repossessed. She's in a lot of trouble. No this is going. This is so perfect. So you know what? You buckle down. You do your best. But you know what? It, your best isn't good enough at, at this sport. So you say, screw that. You go play a completely different sport. I, of course, talk about Happy oh. Gilmore. Because <laughs> what uh, could be better one. than the triumph of one Adam Sandler? Getting his hockey ways, putting hockey to the side, and playing golf to help his grandmother. All right, before I let Cody go, I just want to mention this. Justin's at a huge disadvantage because he was quoting this movie all day, and (laughs) Benny the Jet Rodriguez is a terrible person in real life. So, this is true. Even though Sandlot is an incredible movie. It's gonna to be tough to give it to Benny the Jet Rodriguez. You gotta, you got some, you got some mountains to climb, Justin. I got this. All right, Cody. What's the sports movie that you think is the best to watch now that we don't have sports? So sports have been gone for a while, so I'm bringing the energy because we're not allowed to go to sporting events and drink and yell at our other fellow human beings throwing balls and shit. So here's the thing, though. We're looking at a new normal coming up. We got to run some new plays here in the new society post-COVID-19. So hear me out. We got to go back in the history books because one movie thought of it all before it even happened. So before I get into it, we want to return to real life. We can't go indoors. Too many people in an enclosed space. We'd be breathing each other's air. I'd be sucking in your corona. Don't want it. So what do we do? We need to go to sports that are out in the open. Baseball is great. But baseball hasn't been on air or been played for, what, two months now? So this is what we're going to do. We're starting clean. We're combining the best of both worlds. My vote for this question, whatever the hell it is, is basketball. (laughs) That is a classic. (laughs) I started to choke on my own spit. (laughs) Nice. All right, Cody. Why do you think your movie is better than the other two? Did you not just hear me yelling? <laughs> it's right. a, it's the game plan for how we restart the 
sports industry in this country. We can't enjoy basketball in an indoor location, and we don't have the facilities set up for outdoor basketball arenas yet. However, we can start clean and devise new sports and create new forms of entertainment. People are going to want to see some crazy shit coming out of co- uh, lockdown. We're bored. Let's get freaking crazy with it. Let's actually play basketball. So let's go watch the movie and learn from it. Okay. I got to say, Cody's coming out here strong. He's moving forward as a society, coming together, building a new sport. Justin, you're way behind. I got to be honest with you. Jason, Doing all right. Great movie. <laughs> Jason, why don't you pick why your movie is better than the other two? Okay. Well, my movie's great for two reasons. Okay. So we need two reasons. Because let's face it, it's the greatest golf movie there ever is. I think it might be the only golf movie there ever is. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Just that Shia LaBeouf one. Oh, yeah. That one, I don't See? It doesn't even occur to me what it was. So it doesn't matter. Happy Gilmore, best golf movie. But back to my earlier There's points. There's that porn remake of it called The Perfect Stroke. Ah, yes. That's right. That's what? classic. <laughs> um, yeah, so where was I just Two like... reasons. That's all I need. A, okay, so... It's a heartwarming, yeah. touching sports movie. Really gets you in the okay. feels. B, Can I ask a question, Bender? Oh, yeah, please. Jason? Please go um, Freaking... Was your whole game plan for today to just answer with Adam Sandler movies? <laughs> Damn, you found out my strategy. Because <laughs> oh, I mean, it's... On over here. <laughs> is that going to be your best action movie? Oh, there was an, oh, shit, there was an action one. I didn't read the action question. All right. Justin, what do you got? Why is your movie better? Keep in mind that Benny the Jet Rodriguez is a terrible person. Um, can you please repeat the question word for word? What's the best sports movie to watch now that we don't have sports? Now that we don't have sports, what do people want? Do they want to see people really good at sports? Or do you want to harken back? Tarkin? Tarkin. Harken. So, do you want to go back to the days when you were a kid and all you had to do all day? was pick up a ball and go play. It's not about people being bad in the future. It's about what they were like as a kid. And Benny the Jet Rodriguez was also in The Mighty Ducks, which, does that ruin that movie? Maybe I wasn't. That's a good movie. No one mentioned that movie. I thought about it. James Earl Jones is in it. Oh, he went. He went for James Earl Jones. I pass up on an opportunity. I can't argue this. <laughs> the Betty the Jet thing, being a horrible person, has ruined me. All right, so I think it's. All time. I think it's between Jason and Cody. All right, Jason. Uh, actually, Cody. Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you think is wrong with Happy Gilmore? That's not the. It's not the better sports movie than yours. Let's go direct. What What do you think is? Wrong with Happy Gilmore. I don't think there's anything wrong with Happy Gilmore. I just think they've got two different stories. Happy Gilmore is the classic, like, under. Uh, I don't want to say underdog, but he is the underdog. He's just the, you know, average Joe coming into, you know, a special boys club and only. He doesn't fit the part. He doesn't play by their rules, but 
he's trying to show that it doesn't matter who you are as long as you enjoy playing the game anyone should be allowed to play and basketball does a similar thing but i just like the whole idea of freaking basketball how many times do i have to say it? it's a combination of two sports like come on I've <laughs> been... what, what sport would you combine with golf other than golf the only thing i would happy gilmore would win if it was the golf movie that changed mini golf to regular golf and normal golf to large golf that is a fair point basketball is a quality yeah. movie <laughs> all right well i guess jason just lost on that one alone cody you win oh cool i didn't realize we were winning feels uh, good man I'm- on a personal <laughs> note, I have to say I quote uh, Jason's movie all the time, so it's it was tough to pass on that one. But yeah, Cody, you sure, need yeah. a very good argument. Can't go wrong with Happy Gilmore. All if right, we're so... throwing out Rob Schneider racist cards. I'm gonna <laughs> throw heat at Binder now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was he in that movie? Uh, I don't think he was in that movie. He had definitely to was. Yeah, check the link below. We'll we'll post I'm it. it. All right. We'll move into the next one, something I teased already, unfortunately, but what's the best action movie to enjoy? So, Jason... Or no, Wait, sorry. no, read the question in full. What's the best What's the best action movie to enjoy in quarantine? There we go. So, I meant this as we're in quarantine, we're not really moving around, nothing's really going on, so something in that really, you know, gets the blood pumping is my idea of thinking. Jason, why don't you tell us what action movie you chose? Um, so, Rob Schneider, Rob Schneider is not in... Happy Gilmore. That's not the question I asked. But I think Rob Schneider's the animal. <laughs> if I could argue that as a um, action movie, I would. <laughs> but it might be a little hard. So, since I actually did not read this question, I didn't have an answer for it. So, I'm going back to an answer that I already talked about on this podcast because it's a great action movie. Velocipaster. Okay, you're gonna do Velocipaster. All right, yes. Cody, what do you got? Does not go in any action movie. He was in Don't Mess with the Zohan. Is that action though? Yeah, I would consider it. There's a lot of tension. He was kicking people. Yeah, that's Jason, true. do you want to change your answer to an Adam Sandler movie, or you go with well, yeah, uh, Velocipaster? That's my, theme. my theme is Adam Sandler movies. So you're gonna go with You Don't Mess with the yeah, Zohan. We'll go with Don't Mess with the Zohan then. All right, Cody, what do you got? Sam, consider that action, but if you guys do, I will. Favorite action movie. See, this is tough. No, no, no. Action movie to watch in quarantine. Yeah, yeah. in quarantine. I'm, I'm, the first thing that comes to mind is the Transformers movie with Shia LaBeouf. Just so I can hear that mm-hmm. one scene where the guy is like, "Yo, I need your credit card," and the guy's like, "Left cheek, left cheek, cheek," as he's firing in the middle of some desert village at the Decepticons. All right, so Cody's going to go with Transformers, the first one, arguably the best Transformers movie. Justin, what do you got? So, the whole concept of being in quarantine, you're stuck. All you want to do is get out. That's not the movie. (laughs) The movie I chose was the action thriller everything uh, 2013 underrated movie, if if you ask me, Snowpiercer, starring Chris Evans. Snowpiercer. For those of you who haven't seen this movie, it's about it's about this train 
that is the last remaining remnants of human society. Uh, there's been a giant global like freeze thing because they were trying to combat global warming, so they blocked out the sun, but they did it too <laughs> well. So now the only thing surviving is this train that for some reason can circumnavigate the globe, and it does it perfectly every year. And it's self-sustaining, so it's always going to keep going and all that. There's, I'm not going to give any spoilers because there are a few twists and turns throughout this along the tracks. Mm-hmm. Pun, if you will. Um, but it's a very good action the action movie. The set pieces are great. It's all about class warfare, working your way from the back of the train with the bottom of the bottom all the way to the top or to the front of the train with the top of the food chain. Okay. Right. I'm ready to just cut you don't mess with the Zohan because I think that might be a little racist too. Uh <laughs> whoa, 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 a little. Come on now. Yeah, so Jason, do you want to just you're done. You you got the Adam Sandler thing I'll bow you're done. This round. <laughs> now, I have to say, I enjoy Snowpiercer. That was a great movie. And Transformers has a personal place in my heart. So just Cody's tugging on my heartstrings right here. I'll tug now, on something else if you'll give me the win. Sign me up. For the audience listening, that is a jerk-off reference. (laughs) (laughs) Justin, now I have one question. Would you say... Now, I know Transformers is kind of a sci-fi movie because it has Transformers in it, but at the same time, it's directed by Michael Bay, who is notorious for action. Oh, no, no, no. Transformers is definitely an action movie. But is Snowpiercer more of a sci-fi movie than an action movie, seeing as how it deals with complicated things going on, maybe a little bit more science fiction than it is, you know... Um, it, I'll put it this way. The plot of the movie is pushed through with action. The, the only way that these people in the back of the train who have nothing, they're given absolutely nothing. The only way that they can get to the front and actually like prove their worth is through fighting. Okay. Therefore the plot in general wouldn't go anywhere unless there was action. To which there's okay. plenty of. So your statement is there's action, but is it more Cody? Would you say it's more of an action film, or would you say it's more of a sci-fi film? Because this might change the balance if Justin's film is con- considered more of a sci-fi film than a an action film. So unfortunately, I can't offer an opinion because I have not seen the movie. The way Justin was describing it, though, made it, me very interested, and I added it to my watch list. It, it's, it's a very good, movie. good movie. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. So Jason, have you seen Snowpiercer? Yeah, I have, but not any time recently. But What's your IMDb, opinion? It is an action drama sci-fi movie. Okay, That's so it is action drama. Okay. Under. All right, so now that we got that out of the way, we have two action movies. I just wanted to make sure, because if we had one sci-fi and one action movie, it would have to go to Cody by default. So, Cody, why does your movie decide is better than Snowpiercer? Obviously, you haven't seen Snowpiercer, but let's make a case for why your movie I, I be have better. a fair... Uh middle ground because he has not seen my movie pick yes. the scene from your movie which shows like like the best action part of it okay cody why don't you go with your best action scene um wow i wasn't expecting to answer that question i think the best action scene would definitely have to be the slow-mo going back to the desert that climate that fight was the climax of the movie because that scorpion came up from under the ground and just started 
unloading on people. People, the bullets are flying. Even the villa. It was funny because if you look in the background, the villagers have these like small little pistols. Even they're trying. They're like, shit. The Americans are shooting. I think we should be shooting too. <laughs> okay, so Cody's action scene incorporates, you know, the world coming together because you know two people that might be at odds, the American military and people in the Middle East, the are coming together to robots. fight this common enemy. Justin, what do you got? What's your best action scene? My personal favorite action scene in the movie, I don't want to talk about because Cody hasn't seen it yet. And if our listeners haven't seen it yet and they want to watch this, okay, it's a spoiler. Like when that scene came out, I stood up from where I was sitting watching this movie and I was like, oh, you're going with the one with the lights out, right? Well, no, no, that's the one I'm going to pick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to describe it, but I I know if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know. It's what, yeah, it's it's what the main character does. Jason, do you have a vote? Do you have um, any idea which movie you would prefer? Do you want me to describe this, uh, the fight my, scene no, no, for you, Cody? No. My vote would be for Cody, based on... Oh, not anymore. Justin, not, Jason just said I won. Justin, yeah, I'm wanting to spoil things. I feel like it takes away from the movie. I, I accept honest, that. Which I, I mean, was kind of... I was kind of leaning towards Transformers. Now, it may not be the better movie overall because I think Snowpiercer has a great plot and it's probably the better movie. But I think action-wise, you're going to get a whole bunch of action throughout Transformers. Mm. If you're just watching it just to turn your brain off and watch a dumb action movie in quarantine, you know, I don't know if Cody necessarily made this point, but there's a ton of action scenes. Not only the Scorpion scene when the Blackhawk shows up, when Optimus Prime shows up, there's a bunch of you know quality just action scenes. Dumb and fun fact: They're also making a Snowpiercer television show. Are yeah, I'm curious how it's going to be. Yeah, I, I also tried to play play uh, play into the thing, but I give I, I'm going to succeed the point to point to Cody because I didn't think he would remember a specific scene because I can't in Transformers because <laughs> I assume it's just all slow mo and exploding. But then as soon as he mentioned the desert, I'm like, all right, he's got that. Yeah. How could you uh, not? So... Right I, now, I just remember at, a lot of explosion car alien robot things. We got one last question. Right now, we have Cody with two points. He won this best sports movie and the best action movie. You and guys then, are being nice to me because I'm the guest. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have you back. I just want to spoil it for you. And then You're going to text me after that scene and be like, oh, God. <laughs> then we have the best rom-com. For Justin, so Jason, you're not on Bullshit. the board yet, so maybe you get on the board and Cody wins, oh, or can, can I bring Justin back can tie a point? What? The movie's no longer called Fear of Pitch; it's called Perfect Catch. The original Ooh. name for it, yeah, no, I, I know it is the original, but now it's called The Perfect Catch. Why they changed yeah, it? Yeah, I, I have know. the DVD of Fever Pitch. Yeah. All right, so you all have three movies to select for this next one, right? You didn't not prepare for this. Yeah, no, I question. For this one. I didn't see the action ones. Okay. Question: Are we doing one movie at a time, or are we gonna argue, like we each pick a movie and then rapid fire around try and? Um, you know that's actually a really good question. I didn't think about it. You know what? We'll do three movies, and then everyone tries to just kind of hit each other and say why their three movies are the better than the other three movies. Okay, so we'll mm-hmm. do all everyone at each time, and it'll just be a chaotic mess, and it'll be a terrible disaster. All right. Like if podcast. quarantine was to go on, and you only had three movies you could watch until it was over. Which three movies would you pick? So, Jason, you're going to start on this one. Oh, no, Jason, you started on the last yeah, one, right? Yeah, I started on the last one, mm-hmm. technically. Cody, you start, then we'll go Jason, then we'll go Justin. We'll just switch it up. Okay. Justin didn't start yet. Yeah, you did. 
No, no I started the sports. second round. Oh, I started the first round though. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I started the second round. It's I back to you. Third, this is the so last question. You're in the fourth. Oh, we're already on four rounds, guys. I'm not. Well, even if we high. do split it up into three <laughs> questions, then we each start one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cody, so, Cody, you go give first. one of your Pick, movies. Give one of your movies. Okay, so my first movie will be Ladder 49 because I think it gives you everything that you need in a movie. Action, drama, it made me cry, it made me laugh, and I'm also biased because I've always wanted to be a firefighter, and it's about firefighting. But it's really nice. And John Travolta and Joaquin Phoenix are in it. It's kind of John Travolta at the end, closer to the end of his career, and Joaquin Phoenix near the beginning. It's a lot of fun. Messed up Joaquin Phoenix, but all right, we're, we're going to give it to it. <laughs> Justin, why don't you go? What's your movie? Um, the first movie I would pick would be the what's it? 1987 classic, The Princess Bride. Oh, the Princess inconceivable! Bride. Thank you for quoting. It, <laughs> this is one of the most quoted movies of all time. It is anyone can sit down and watch this movie. Kids, adults, grandparents. It is timeless. It's a love story. This was actually my first pick for the rom-com, but then I realized eh, it's a little more than that. Okay. This, you could watch this movie over and over, and there's no telling what you can take from it the next time. Jason, Beautiful cast. There's okay. so much going on, and everyone's going to love it. So I wasn't going to continue my theme of Adam Sandler movies, but I kind of said, fuck that. I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to go end of watch. Ooh, okay. okay. All end right. of watch. Yeah, so it's the uh, 2012 action comedy drama, whatever. It's mm-hmm. a, I'm going to read it exactly from IMDb. It's a short documentary style film that follows the daily grind of two young police officers in LA, one who's played by Jake Gyllenhaal and the other by Michael Pena. Um, their Anna Kendrick's friends, also in the film. Yes, it's she a is. Huge cast. Yeah, and so it basically goes on like what happens to criminal forces and greater than yada, yada, yada. But it's it's a very very good movie. Okay. So we got a we got a movie about firefighting and a movie about cops. Are there movies about paramedics? Can we get the Holy Trinity? Just a TV show. There's a TV show. That doesn't count. Well, three strong movies right off the bat. Very good. All right. So Cody started. So I think Justin, Jason, and then we'll go Cody. So Justin, what's your second movie you got? Okay, my second movie. I went a little obscure with this one. Okay. I chose the 1957 movie 12 Angry Men. Ooh, okay. Is that? That's the one. I chose this because I've seen it a few times. It's not one of my favorites. It's not that. But every time I've watched it, it's been a really good movie. And it's just a great character study of some of the greatest actors from that time. Just in a room hashing out this one court case. And it's perfect. Because there's so much going on that you would love to watch it over and over and over just to see all the little nuance and details going out through an entire movie. Okay. Justin went oldie but goodie. It's a classic film. That's mm. actually a really good film, 12 Angry Men. Uh, Jason, why don't you – it also highlights the problem with the criminal justice system. So that's And incredible. that was back in the 50s. That was. I, bet, Jason, I, I guess it got go better, on? right? Would you say just – that was back in the 50s, so like it got better, right? Oh, totally, totally. All right, cool. Um, so I have my movie. Tell okay. me if it is not included, because it was a TV movie. Are we counting this or no? 
Sure, you could go with TV I'll movie. It. I mean, if it's a TV movie, yeah. My movie, because we don't know how the fuck long quarantine is going to be, could go till, you know, April. Next April. Could go to, like, May, June, whatever. Could go to December. My movie, best Christmas movie, hands down. The 1974 classic, Year Without a Santa Claus. Ooh, okay. I would like to chime in and say that it is not the best Christmas movie of all time. That is, in fact, Die Hard. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, Best Christmas movie involving Santa Claus. I'll allow it. All right. Cody, what do you got? So I like that Jason threw it way back because my next uh, pick is also kind of an out there pick. It's going to be the first animated movie of this podcast so far. Blow your minds. Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. Ooh. Okay. Something I was expecting Shrek. Zombie... All right. Which, uh, what, which one Scooby-Doo Zombie Island? The one where they're on Zombie Island. It was the it was <laughs> the, the same the it was in the same period or I I don't know, I call it style. Um it shares the same style with the the Scooby Doo and the Hex Girls movie. Yeah, it was the one right before that. Yeah. They had they're like zombie pirates, right? They all kinda of come out of the ground. Well yeah, but they're also like cat people. Yeah, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, 1998. Scooby-Doo and the gang reunite in search of mysteries and adventure when they chance upon a remote island inhabited by an undead pirate and his zombie crew. Nice. All right, Jason, why don't you tell us your last film? Okay. So I didn't realize I was going for my last film. Um, so for my last film, we're going to keep it lighthearted. Back to my Adam Sandler theme, and we're going to go Billy Madison. <laughs> nice. Because, I mean, why not? you got to laugh at yourself every once in a while. And what's better than watching a... Uh, I don't even know how old Adam Sandler was. But watching a grown man sit there and color in a blue duck in preschool and in kindergarten. And then, you know, graduating all the way through high school. And instead of taking over his father's company like he was promised... Because it's the guy that's in charge that should be running it. Has anyone taken any of the Happy Madison movies during that time period and done like really dark conspiracy theories? Like, because you're de- the way you're describing it that way, but when you were describing it, all I could think of was, what if we looked at it as like a severely developmentally stunted grown man who doesn't understand why his family is casting him out and trying to force him into the real world and how uh services regarding those who are um uh you know educationally uh inhibited or it's not as it doesn't come easy to them or they're mentally challenged like how we treated them before and how our country is, should be going now i'm just talking crazy <laughs> <laughs> Well, Cody, you're up next. Oh, my third movie then is going to be Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind because that was a trippy movie and it really made me think a lot. And I don't think, I mean, Jim Carrey has been in a lot of interesting roles, but I don't know. That was the first time I saw him in something serious, but also using humor to try and allow the audience to understand or at least be more comfortable with the the situation that's going on because it was trippy and justin what's your third and final movie 
so I originally had re- ready the Captain America, the first Avenger, mm, okay. but I'm calling an audible. I don't know why it popped into my head, but it makes complete sense now. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> hey, Ooh. yeah, because we got to prepare if COVID makes us all zombies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Edgar Wright puts so much detail and little things into the, his movies. Watching it over and over again would immediately make it just not even like fun, but just a character study for every single person and just try and find all the little Easter eggs. It's something that you can watch over and over again. Okay. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to just pick a winner instead of letting you guys debate because I think, uh, I think you guys kind of made arguments for all your movies. I think I'm just going to decide. So Cody, why don't you remind everyone what your three movies were again? Uh, Ladder 49, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And Justin, why don't you remind everyone your three movies? The Princess Bride, 12 Angry Men, and Shaun of the Dead. And Jason, why don't you remind everyone of your three movies? End of Watch, Year Without a Santa Claus, and Billy Madison. Okay, if everyone would like to comment or uh, send us an email about their opinions, but I'm going to pick a winner here, and I kind of have to go with Justin. I think... You all of you picked great fair. movies, and all of you picked very good movies for each other. But I think Justin has the strongest of all three movies. I think they kind of hit the hardest, and they're all enjoyable. And I'm going to be honest: Twelve Angry Men kind of was a sleeper hit that I think hey, all three of you, all yeah, three of you, I think took chances, which was really good. But I think Twelve Angry Men might be the the hardest one to hit. You know, so- very good. Why did I have to tug you so much if you weren't going to vote me the winner? I thought well, we Cody, talked about this. Cody, this is interesting because you won twice, Justin won twice, and, and Jason did not win. Rude. Can Jason well, you give with Adam Sandler movies? What do you want? Can Jason so, give us a, a tiebreaker question between ooh, me and Justin? Yeah. Well, I was looking up tiebreaker questions. This is another reason why I picked Justin because <laughs> yeah, but I want to give Jason that responsibility. <laughs> Jason lost. You got to pick the winners. Okay, you're right. Jason, do you want to hit him with a tiebreaker question? Do you have one? No, I wasn't prepared. Hey, John, what kind of tiebreaker? Uh, Yeah, what kind of tiebreaker questions you got? Okay, this is the tiebreaker question I think that would do the best. Who is your favorite actor or actress? Do you think that would be a good one? Or do you think I should go with... uh... Oh, no. It would be what would what actor or actress would you like to meet in real person? Play uh, person. Wow, in real life. What a lame ass question. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, I'll skip. Yeah, it. come on, you can do better. Ask right. me something vulgar and grotesque, or like, I, come on, it's a podcast. <laughs> what am I at school, John? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to think. You're doing great. Good, what is air. your favorite movie hero? Do you want that to be the last question? Oh my gosh, oh I'm my writing God. an essay prompt. I want to okay. know, Justin, what movie had the most gruesome death that you witnessed? Okay, that's most a good question. gruesome death that's that I've fair. witnessed. Hmm. Oh. Damn, on the spot. 
Cody, do you have an answer ready? Do yeah, you do you go have first? Uh-huh. I just need to make sure I get the name right. Excuse me. In This one goes out to my friend Mike, MFN, FMNB. Um, why did I type an in and out into Google? I wanted to know inside out. So in that movie, the oh, gruesome death of the oh. the pink imaginary friend. Oh, oh yeah. What else is his name? Um, isn't it Bulby? Bulby, yeah. Or, no, Bulby's from. <laughs> Hold on, real quick, Justin. Bing bong. Th- Bing, Bing bong. bong. Thank you. Yes, that is the most gruesome death I've ever witnessed. Wow. Justin, what's yours? Okay, I will argue on the side of semantics here. That's sad. It's a heroic <laughs> sacrifice that Bing Bong did. The most gruesome one death that I've seen in recent time. Have any of you seen the movie Upgrade? No. Very no. good movie. So basically this guy gets a computer chip, supercomputer put into his body, and he's able to move in like do he's a he's basically a cyborg now okay and it's really it's a really good movie because he's basically not in control of his body anymore so in it once he initiates the power of this robot cyborg thing to start like defending him from these bad guys who are trying to kill him he's in this house he like spawns up jumps up grabs a knife flips it around the guy's face puts it right between his mouth and you just see him pull it slowly cutting the guy's skull in half meanwhile the actor because technically the character is not in control so he's freaking out he's like what's going on and then just ripping this guy's face apart with a knife just like kitchen knife oh god i've i've you i've seen trailers for that movie but i've never watched it but it, I'm it's actually writing really that, fun. i'm writing that down as my other <laughs> okay. watch movie i actually thought of a great tiebreaker question that's pretty fair instead of oh snap these two All right. you ready for this so this yeah. is going to be a closer number so i want you to say a number and whoever's the closest is going to win okay <laughs> so how many stan lee cameos have there been in the marvel universe and you can't Google this. I'm trusting you guys to stay up. So it's the Marvel Universe. So that doesn't just mean the MCU. Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, the Marvel Universe. So every Marvel movie ever. How many How many cinematic cameos has he made, do you think? 36. Cody goes with 36. Justin, what are you going to go with? Can I also guess? Because I want to. Yeah, Jason, you're I'll allowed guess to last. go. Hold on, we'll get yeah, we'll get Justin and uh, Cody first, and then you can guess. Forty six. You're gonna go with forty six. Yeah. Hundred forty eight. Hundred forty. Okay, well, Jason's way off. You said the <laughs> that includes television shows. Am I correct? And cartoons. Yes. Well, you're correct, Jason, but the answer is sixty. There's been sixty cameos by uh, Stanley in the Marvel universe. Price is right rule. Yeah, so Justin won. All right, that's the cameo. That's the tiebreaker. Woo! It's a little biased because I don't think Cody watches as many comic book movies. No, that was a tough question because I think there's you know there's the Big Hero Six where he appears in Spider Man. You know, are you gonna name all sixty movies? Do it, do it, do oh, it. Do, do you want it, me to look at? I think I. No, I want close. you. So, I want you to do it without naming. Without it. That's looking what we'll, it up. 
That's what we'll What's do next, that next podcast. He wasn't okay. in Fan Four Stick. He, he wasn't was. in. Yeah, he was. No, Fan Four Stick. Yeah. No, the remake, the one oh, with the uh, new one. Yeah, with Michael Jordan. Oh, I Hold didn't on, see that. We have to look this up. He, there was a joke that he said that it wasn't good because he wasn't in it. And then you have all what twenty-one MCU movies. Uh, I believe all the Blades, all the the three Raimi Spider-Man, the two other Spider-Man. Um, was he in all the X-Men? I think so. Yeah. So he so has, up there. He has a hundred and twenty-seven credits on IMDb of being an actor. Oh yeah, fun fact. If you add up Stan Lee is technically the most profitable actor if you account for movie um whatchamacallit? Movie uh gross value or whatever. So all if you add up all the movies he's been in and how much they made, he is the most profitable actor, technically. Well, I think that was pretty fun. Did you guys have a good time? Cody, did you, sound you enjoy static, being a John. guest? Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to look I had up. the best time. I was really looking forward to this today. This is a great way to end my day. But I got a question for all the fans out there. You guys want to play a uh, gun game on Rust? Yes. <laughs> yes. Always. Well, thank you for everyone who was, uh, who was at home who was listening. If you want us to do more of these, definitely message us because... If you I mean, think if, if, I got screwed, please let us know because I think I got shafted. No, no, Jason, we want people to respond to us. Not I got shafted. There's people out hey, there John, that think I got shafted. You John, it was so. I just, John, I would like to take a moment to say something. What's it, that? It was a it was a pleasure being a guest yet again on your podcast. Thank you again. But I'd like the. It might be a fun idea if you offer a, a giveaway to your your fans give them the opportunity to win a chance to be a guest on an upcoming podcast and you know that would be great i think experience the same amount of joy and pleasure i've had okay yeah i mean we should probably open it up and see if we can get any guests that want to appear on this that's a good idea cody i appreciate that so if you want to appear on this pod email in message in miles you can't create a fake email and message in again Called out. Miles. I've never heard of this Miles before. <laughs> he was on two weeks ago. Well, thank you, Cody, for showing up. Uh, everyone, if you want to find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or uh, what's the other one? Instagram. Instagram. Uh, Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. Message us on there if you think Jason got screwed, which no Damn one right. believes. Uh, if you had any other opinions, maybe you want to answer some of the own questions and give us your own opinions. Maybe they'll be better than the ones we got given today. Um, email in at takesandbeerbreaks at gmail.com those same responses anything you want to hear from us in the future maybe you have some other topics you want us to debate instead Mm -hmm. when we have a slow news cycle um, yeah you want to end it here you guys want to say bye 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 love yous thanks everyone and thank you Cody for joining us by the way thank you Cody thank you many times (laughs) thanks Cody (laughs) bye 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 guys (laughs) 